0: All right. Hey, good evening, Grace Point. Good to see everyone here with you. We're going to pick up in Matthew chapter 15. Father, I ask you to open the eyes of our heart and the eyes of our understanding. Lord, grant us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Let us know the hope of His calling, the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints, and the power available, Lord, and the authority. Lord, reinvigorate me. I've been through this message already. And I just pray, I want to get out of it, Lord, what you want me to get out for the people. All right. Let's pick up in Matthew chapter 15. I'm going to go with verse 13. But he, Jesus answered and said, every plant which my heavenly father has not planted will be uprooted. Leave them alone for they are blind guides unto the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, they will both fall in a ditch. Peter said, Lord, explain this parable to us. Well, first of all, I just want to give you some pastoral admonition. Paul says in uh, Romans 16, I believe, he said, avoid those that cause divisions among you. Okay. And offenses. And I love that idea because Jesus is saying the same thing about the religious. He's saying, hey, don't argue with them don't fuss with them. He said, they're hypocrites. They stand condemned. He said, just leave them alone. I encourage you, uh, when you get around religious people, and I I don't mean real Christians, spirit-filled, wonderful, we have great Christians in our church. I mean, really, truly, you know, people that are judgmental or they're just always criticizing or people that, um, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about. They're critical and judgmental. They're divisive. Paul said, Avoid them. Jesus said, Hey, leave them alone. I want to counsel you. Leave people alone. You know, sometimes people, uh, they're just causing trouble. They, they talk bad about everybody. They're negative. They want to talk bad about the pastor. They want to talk about each other. And uh, are and, 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 they just religious? They're always trying to load you down with stuff. He said, Leave them alone. Every plant that my heavenly father has not planted shall be rooted up. So just just encourage you with that. You don't have to mess with that. That's why I don't argue when people want to argue religion or doctrine or, you know. Paul said, in meekness, instruct those that oppose themselves. I just don't have time. Uh, The only people that you can really help are people that have an open heart, that are listening to you and that want to change. If people want to argue, if they want to, you know, Fuss and fight and cause division. There's not much you can do for them. You really just have to pray for them that God will open up their hearts, that they would acknowledge the truth, okay? So i encourage you there. Don't fuss and fight with people. Don't get in strife with people. And Peter said, uh, explain the parable. He said, are you without understanding? Do you not yet understand? Whatever enters the mouth and goes into the stomach is eliminated, but those things that come out of the mouth from the heart they defile a man, for out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. It's kind of uh, some of what I taught last week on these things about the heart of the matter. The real issue with God isn't all these external things, you know, like talking about washing of hands or washing pots or, you know, all these rules and regulations. I know, you know, some churches, you know, have dresses have to be so long and, you know, just all these different rules and regulations. He said, that's not really what defiles a person. What defiles a person is what comes out of their mouth because what comes out of their mouth comes out of their heart. Man, if you ever want to identify somebody just look at what comes out of their mouth. You know, you get around me and it won't be long and you'll hear me talking about running shoes and you'll hear me talking about sooner or later, if you hang out with me, you're going to hear me talking about running or going to the gym or fitness because that's something that's in my heart. I like to be physically fit. I like to run. You know, I enjoy that. I, I, really love, I love running shoes. I love, so it's in my heart. I can't hide it. Sooner or later, if you get around me, uh, if you're a friend of mine, I'm going to say something about running. We're going to talk about it, right? We got Brian back here. Brian has things that he likes. You know, you get around Brian, man, sooner or later, you're going to hear Brian. Brian loves his daughter and his son. He loves Jackson and Lily. You know, get around Brian very long. He's going to be talking about his son. He's going to be talking about Jackson because Jackson's in his heart. And you got to talk about Lily because Lily's in his heart. Whatever is in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. So Jesus is saying, you know, you got to watch what you allow into your heart. How many times did Jesus tell people, be careful what you hear or what you see or what you feed on? You know, it's not legalism. Be careful what you Uh, read, and be careful what you listen to, and be careful what you put before your eyes. You know, men, as I talked about this last week, you can't look at images of women, but before too long, you look at that stuff, it's going to get down into your heart, and it's going to cause some behavior that's going to cause you problems. You cannot allow certain images into your eyes. I was talking to someone recently about how easy it is to allow the culture to dictate our thinking. You know, I hadn't watched much uh, football in years. I was really, the way that the National Football League was behaving and all the stuff that was going on, they were getting politically involved and choosing sides, and I just was really disappointed. I wasn't watching football or sports, and because of that, I didn't see commercials. I didn't see, I don't watch TV. To me, there's virtually, we don't have cable, so there's virtually nothing on TV that I know of that's that has any redeeming value whatsoever. I just don't watch TV, but I will watch some sports. But what I noticed about watching sports is you just sit there and watch the commercials. For every half hour of TV, there's about 10 minutes of commercials. And you know, those commercials are selling you on images and thoughts. And strongholds, they come on. You know, you if you if you never watch TV or never paid attention to things, they'll come on. They'll talk about sickness. Hey, it's flu season. You need your shot. Hey, it's flu season. You're going to need this medicine. Or hey, they're going to come on women and tell you this is what you should look like and this is what you should wear and this is the car you should drive. And just the message, or even you know, they'll, they'll even they'll even talk about certain sins. And they'll put a stamp on them of approval and when you watch those things after a while that stuff goes into your heart and if you don't put a check on it without even realizing it you'll start you'll begin to think like the culture and you'll begin to sound like the culture and you'll lose your backbone to stand up against the culture and say no hey no that's wrong you know or no, for me, it's not flu season. I'm not, I'm not living in flu season. <laughs> I'm living in healing season. Or no, 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 that, that is wrong. And no, the kind of car that I drive does not define me as a human being. But if you take that stuff in unchecked, and that's what you flood your mind with, sooner or later, it gets into your heart. And it's gonna determine the type of thoughts you have. And those thoughts are gonna determine what type of person you're. That you are. So Jesus was always saying, be careful what you hear and be careful what you see. I've taught on it enough, I don't want to go back into it. But Proverbs 4 tells us to guard our hearts and guard our eyes and guard our minds. We are spiritual beings and we take stuff in like a sponge. And I convict myself here because sometimes I think I'll watch something maybe a little edgy, maybe I, sh- I shouldn't watch. We need to filter everything through the lord so i want to encourage encourage you there as a born again believer i tell you one thing that we should absolutely be feasting on and meditating on day and night is the word of god the word of god should be shaping our thinking the word of god should be shaping how we treat one another The Word of God should be shaping how we treat God. I think one thing in our culture, even in the church culture, is there's not enough reverence or respect for God. God is holy. (laughs) God is all-powerful. God is completely without sin. God is separate, and He is other, and He is worthy to be worshipped. But you'll hear people in culture, they... There's just no reverence for God, or there's no fear of God, and that casualness in our relationship to God can enter in. There's just so many ways that that we can be influenced that. So folks, we must guard our hearts, because what comes out of our heart is going to come out of our mouth, and it can defile us. Now, this is the other thing. I want to talk about the heart-mouth connection, okay? Even to be saved requires a heart-mouth connection, okay? So we hear the word, listen to this. We hear the word of God. The word of God is preached to us. We hear it. That word that we hear comes into our heart. We believe it. And when we believe it, we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, We confess with our mouth that Jesus died, was buried, and rose from the dead, and we are saved. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So when we take in the word of God, that produces faith with a believing heart, with a receptive heart, that produces faith. And when we have faith, we will speak out of our mouth that thing that's in our heart. Jesus says over and over again that the word is a seed, and what we should be taking in is God's word and what God is saying. And it's not just the letter of the word, it's hearing from God with a heart, a a, a pure heart, an open heart, uh, hearing the word of God with ears to hear, hearing the word of God with faith. Jesus had already talked about in Matthew, uh, um, excuse me, he had already talked about faith, about how it's the hearing of the word and the speaking, the sowing of the seed, the receiving of the seed and the speaking. So I want to encourage us as believers, let's watch what we put into our heart in Jesus' name. Let's watch what we take into our eyes. Let's let's watch what comes in these gates, our sense gates, eyes and ears and hearing in Jesus' name. We'll pick up there next week.